Hi, this is Jenna. And this is Heather. And this is Conspiracies Unlocked. And today we're going to do chapter 2 of 1984. We finally hit a third of the way through of the book. And we are excited. And there's some plot twists in this next part that I'm excited about. So to recap from what happened last week, um, we left Winston at his apartment. He had gone to London, went to a few shops. He saw the dark-haired girl, a.k.a. stalker bitch, in the streets. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> and he had gone home, and he was really concerned that the thought police were going to come get him. He definitely did not expect to survive the night. So then we start off on part two, chapter one, and it is... Um, he made it. <laughs> he survived. He The thought police never came for him. And this is, uh, find out it's four days later, in fact. So he's still on his toes, but so far so good. Winston is at work, and he goes to the bathroom. On his way to the bathroom, he sees his stalker bitch. And she, um, ha- her arm is in a sling. And, he, and she looked up and had fear in her eyes when she saw him. She made eye contact with him. And so what I'm thinking is what if she thinks, maybe it is all a coincidence, and she thinks that Winston is stalking her. I know we've touched on that before, but what do you think? I think that he is just too scared to even talk to her or anything. Because at this point, I feel like he has convinced himself that she is a member of um, the thought police. thought police and that she is going to have him va- vaporized and that she's looking for any little thing and I think that he's also paranoid because he has his diary and he's been writing yes. and she saw him in that area where he's not supposed to be so, I mean she's not supposed to be there technically either no. but it's just a lot going on in his head that I yeah I just think that he's He's just, like, almost um, overthinking everything right now. Yeah, I, I think so, too. But she had the fear in her eyes when she looked when she looked at him. And, um, oh, well, well uh, she ended up falling in front of him. Mm-hmm. So she, like, tripped, and she landed. It sounded like she landed on that arm that was in the sling. And Winston asked if she was okay and helped her up. And when she when he helped her up she passed him a small piece of paper extremely discreet and Winston just quickly put it in his pocket Mm -hmm. but they can't make any if they make any sort of like weird look or anything the thought the telescreen will pick up on it so they can't even like wink they can't even raise an eyebrow they can't smirk they can't twitch funny they can't blink out of sync or they'll catch on and then when she did fall she actually fell and said that right in front of this telescreen was right there i yeah. mean there's always a there telescreen but there was one right where they were so it was pretty ballsy i thought that was pretty ballsy of her to do that right in front of the telescreen yeah like that. yeah but i mean they are everywhere because he go he ends up going to the bathroom and i was like cool let's see what it says well he can't check it in the bathroom because there's fucking telescreens in the goddamn bathroom why is there a telescreen in the bathroom i don't know but that's creepy it's so creepy so he went back to work and he discreetly like mixed up the paper in with his other notes and paperwork and um he told himself like in his head like okay in five minutes i'll do it like let me let me do some work first get back into like that mental work and then very nonchalantly i'll just pretend like it's a piece of note and Mm -hmm. like more work and read it then 
So while what we, I was gonna say that during that when he was when I said like he was overthinking, and when he was doing all that like you were just describing, um, to try to like hide the paper so he can read it when he was able to. In his mind, his whole thought process is that he was thinking the paper might be a threat or a summons and some kind of order to commit suicide or a trap of some kind from her. Or so that's what he was kind of yeah. thinking it could be. He also had the glimmer of her hope that what if he... What if she is part of the Brotherhood, Goldstein's Brotherhood? Oh yeah, yeah. So there was that glimmer of hope, like maybe, maybe yeah. they want me to join, maybe you know, which would be really cool, or even blackmail. He was thinking it could be blackmail. Mm-hmm. I mean, all these thoughts are racing through his head, and then he finally read the note, mm-hmm. and plot twist: it says, "I love you." I love you. And now Winston can't focus on work. And then it shows, then goes to Winston laying in bed thinking of her. He's like a little schoolboy. Like, yeah. he's like butterflies. And he's trying to figure out how to get in contact with her. And it was already like a week later, and he's still trying to figure out how to get into contact with her. So he made the plan that he would sit, um, that he would find her in the canteen and sit in the middle of the room, away from the telescreen, away from anybody else. He was hoping that he'd be able to get her to her himself, but be like very nonchalant about it. Yeah, that would be the only way to have a discussion with her would be in the canteen, because you aren't really, you're not ever really alone with anyone, or you don't really have time no. to talk to anyone or anything. No, so you would have to like, it would almost have to be like a serendipitous thing. Like, it would just have to happen, and yeah in this kind of world you can't just go up to somebody and be like hey what's up dude you know no you can't I mean the only other thing they can do is if they happen to see each other again in the same area where he got the book then they might be able to talk there because there isn't any telescreens in that area yeah but to get her there would be the issue yeah they they would she followed him she's been stalking him for months Mm-hmm. God, bitch, get it together. Because like, she's been trying to, huh? probably been trying to slip him the note for a while. But how does she even love him if she doesn't even know him? Well, their idea of love is all mixed up anyway. Yeah, that's true. So she might just think he's cute or something. And she's like, oh, I love him. Just yeah. she's attracted to him. Yeah, maybe. So he keeps seeing her on and off. And then all of a sudden, her arm is in a cast. So that's crazy. So her arm was in a sling. And then nearly two weeks later, she finally gets it in a cast. It took two weeks to see a fucking doctor about a broken arm. Yeah. Did you figure, did you take that as well? I, I did, but um, the thing that I was, like, kind of that highlighted on here before that was that like, he had the dream of her when she was naked. I didn't read that part. Yeah. What happened? When did that happen? <laughs> so on, one o- on page 109, actually. So it's, it says, only five nights ago he had... Um, oh my gosh! I have no notes he, on that. He page had contemplated. Okay, so remember, before this, he had yeah. he had been contemplating contemplating smashing her skull in with a cobblestone. Remember? Yeah, that was the last. That was the last thing. Yeah. and then but then now since he got this note from her, now yeah. he's having dreams about her naked, 
and her Ooh, youthful la. body. And um, he's he keeps envisioning her as he saw her in his dream. So like when he sees her to try to talk to her in the canteen and stuff, and like try to like figure out how he's going to make this like happen, he's just thinking about his his like dreams of her nude. Oh my so god! So like You're flustered. making a plot twist within my plot he's twist. He's all flustered. Ah, he is all he's flustered. He's so giddy. Like he is like seriously like a little schoolboy. He reminds me so much of like a little schoolboy. Yeah, yeah, he's all flustered. Oh my goodness. Okay, so then I just thought that was funny. Yeah, no, I love that. <laughs> I fully, I totally didn't even read that part. Um, so he finally sees his opportunity to sit with her as he is heading her way. A comrade named Wilshire stops him. Fucking Wilshire. Wilshire, yeah. Oh Cock my blocker. god. Yeah, and you know what? For someone with no friends. He does have a lot of unwanted socializing. He does, like, so much unwanted socializing. It's like, the fuck? Like, you can't have any friends, but all these people want to talk to you every five minutes? Like, go away. Well, it's the only time anybody can socialize. So everybody's probably, like, up each other's butt to, like, have a little little conversation that they can because it's the only interaction they have. Yeah. So they're like, hey, hey, can I sit with you? Hi, 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 hi. How did you get some gin? Like, what do they talk about? You know? Yeah, no. Um, So... They, they were able to sit with each other for a minute, and they discreetly made a plan to meet, speaking between bites, but never looking at each other. Oh, and also, he doesn't even know her name still. No. She's still stalker bitch to me. Yeah, she, <laughs> she doesn't know her name, her address, nothing about her. So they decided to meet up at the Victory Square, which would generally be, like, so... Um, like open and yeah. very, like, a, not a good place to be, but apparently because... Uh, of how crowded it actually is it's too crowded for the telescreen to pick up anything and so Winston goes there and doesn't see her doesn't see her and he's so worried that she's changed her mind and then all of a sudden he spots her at the base of a monument and crowd and um she he starts walking towards her and she's just like reading the little mm-hmm. whatever the plaque on the monument says yeah and then all of a sudden car- crowds started running and shouting that Eurasian prisoners were passing so the girl just ran and joined so Winston followed broke through the mob got to her they're standing next to each other and but then he got blocked by an, um, he got blocked by somebody he, he keeps game blocked yeah. like, the whole time but then they finally get shoulder to shoulder after yeah. a few minutes and what was happening was it was like a parade of trucks of prisoners trucks that were holding prisoners and um the girl started to talk through closed lips and she was just completely emotional at list because you can't have any emotion because the telescreens will pick up on that all you can be is like happy and cheering on the prisoners because you'll never see them again they're just going through in their jail cells yeah Every month- it was a long line of trucks with wooden face guards Armed with submachine guns standing upright on each corner, passing down the street, all of the prisoners were wearing leg irons. So they were, probably like, so on their couldn't. way to probably get vaporized or something. Yeah. I was... Yeah. Like, that's so crazy. So they're just on the way, and everyone's like, Woo! You guys are gonna die! Woohoo! Like, that's so weird to like me. like a parade or something. Yeah, it reminds me of, like, so many old medieval show, TV shows, like Robin yeah. Hood, they do that, and then also in Ever After with um, Drew Barrymore. Oh, I remember that yeah, one. They yeah, they do that there, too. It's very weird. But anyway, so she told him to meet him at Paddington Station on Sunday. And she had to give him, like, the route and everything, which was kind of a long journey. 
Oops, sorry guys. I moved. Did you guys hear that? I moved and the light fell. I broke our light. Hold on. Okay, we're good. All right. So I just, I, I, I highlighted like the way that they had to go because it was like, if somebody told me directions really quickly in this manner, I would never make it because she says, um, she outlined the route, which was a half an hour railway, railway journey, turn to the left outside the station, two kilometers along the road, a gate with the top bar missing. And then you have to go across the field, and then there's a grass-grown lane, and then a track between bushes, dead a dead tree with moss on it. Like, what if there's who's, multiple dead trees with moss on gonna it? Who's figure all this out? Yeah, like... But uh, the reasoning, the reasoning she's doing this, you know the reasoning, right? Well, because she can't write anything down, and they're not going to no. speak again. No, it's because she wants him to go that way, so she could... Because meeting at Paddington Station, okay, cool, let's go. Yeah. No, but they can't take the same route. Oh, yeah, They're yeah, leaving yeah. the same location, but yeah. they need to take two separate routes, so she has a plan for him mm-hmm. and for herself, so they don't go together. It just sounded like some country folk, folk stuff, like, meet me at the walnut tree, and you're going to pass the hilltop and then you're gonna go past the sheep on the right and it's just like what if there's multiple trees with moss what if there's multiple paths across the field there which path do i fall i would be so lost i just was like i hope he makes it yeah the whole time i was reading it i was like well if he gets there (laughs) we'll see we'll We'll find out so um so they had to finish watching the prisoners pass because, like, if they left early, then they it would be like a telltale sign that they had met, that they're leaving together. You know, they came together, they're leaving together. Yeah. And um, watching the prisoners, Winston is knowing unless they were hanged, they would never see them again. They'd just be banished, all the prisoners. Mm-hmm. So right before parting, though. The girl squeezed his hand. Oh my gosh! It's the first contact that they've had. <laughs> I know. And he was so, like, into it that he was, like, holding her hand and feeling her fingers. And he was, like, memorizing every little crease and every little hangnail. I love that. And every little little thing about her. That it says, he explored the long fingers and the shapely nails, the work-hardened palm with... It's row of calluses. So that gives you a hint about what she does. She has calluses. Oh, yeah. So why she's like she working girl. Yeah. Um, that's the weird. Smooth, In the recording department, maybe because of all the books. I don't know. And then it says, the smooth flesh under her wrist. Merely from feeling it, he would have known it by sight. In the same instant it occurred to him, he did not know what color the girl's eyes were. Wow. Because they can't look they can't each other. They can't look at each other. I love love. All of a sudden, this whole story turned into a love story erotica. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it says, with hands locked together, invisible among the pressing of the bodies, they stared steadily in front of them. And instead of the eyes on the girl, the eyes were at the prisoners. Because they're looking at them. Yeah. So it's like this whole time he's holding her hand and he's just like, Daisy, daydreaming, looking, not even like really looking at them, just like kind of looking through them almost as yeah. I imagine it, like daydreaming. And the whole time he's looking at the prisoners, he's just imagining what color her eyes are. Aww. Oh, she has brown eyes. 
Well, what color is her hair? Brown, brown. remember? Dark yeah. hair, brown she hair. She could have hazel eyes. She could have any color eyes, but I feel like in this world, everybody's like, it's almost like a, like, they, they don't, they, I don't know. I just don't feel like there'd be any beauty. Like, not that brown eyes aren't beautiful, brown hair, brown eyes, but like, I don't know. I just don't feel like there'd be any color. Like, everything is so, like, just bland that I feel like it would just be like, it just gives a new meaning to the Beatles song. I wanna hold your hand. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> I, you know what? It would be so sweet if somebody asked me on a date and they just wanted to hold my hand. No. Yeah. What? No. I'd be like, no. I need more. I'm I'm selfish. I'm needy and I'm greedy. <laughs> <laughs> you could. It would be cute if they like held my hand like walking to like the bed. <laughs> I'm like nobody holds hands anymore. Shanna, hold my hands. There you go. Oh, I'm all your sweaty. Hands are all wet. I'm sweaty. It's really <laughs> it's hot, hot in, in this here. box. Our hands are not really wet. It's like our hands are clammy. Oh no, my hands are all sweaty from the erotica <laughs> that we were just doing. Thinking about holding hands to a bed. <laughs> okay. Well, now that it's getting hot in here. <laughs> it's getting hot in here. No, it, we're literally so in take off for all it. your clothes. Oh look, it's getting erotica in here. All over again. I'm going delirious. Okay, we gotta go it's now. It's the heat stroke. We're, we're getting, getting heat from this, stroke. This um, fort that we're in. Yes. So um, that's the end of chapter two, part, part one. one. Mm-hmm. Um, so please don't forget to. That's a you thing. You do it. <laughs> that's what I always. We're like. Okay, we oh, oh, we have exciting news. Do we? Yes. What is that? We are now on YouTube and TikTok. Yay! I have posted very few reels on there or stories. I don't know. Well, by the time shorts. this by the time YouTube this shorts. airs, it will hopefully be in like a week or two or three. Yeah, so. there'll be more hopefully. Um, but yeah, we're just getting started, so please find us on YouTube and TikTok, and we are of course already on Instagram and Facebook, and then you can listen to us where you listen to your all your favorite podcasts. <laughs> Awesome. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.